Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 438 of the Drunk Dash Nerds podcast. I am your host for this episode, the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gables. What a fucking E3, Tyler. What mm-hmm. a fucking mm-hmm. E3. It started out It started out with a little bit of a simmer until finally we heard from Microsoft. They had a great conference. Then it started to dip down and then again faster than... <laughs> Faster than a fat kid needed through a whole entire tub of ice cream. And then... I feel like the, you're attacking me with that, that quote. <laughs> but then, Tyler, then it went up to the stratosphere again. And it ended on a high note. But before we get into all that, Tyler... Are you talking about the Bandai Namco uh, House of Ashes? That oh. was the finale. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. And we purposely skipped that one for good reason. Anyway... Yeah. Before we get into all that, Tyler, how are you doing? Oh, man, doing all right. I am tired. It's been a week. It's been a week. We oh, have been... Oh, my God. I was telling Gables, I was like, man, I, it's, it, may, it sounds kind of silly, but, uh, you know, we're just, you know, we're just two guys who do this for fun. But, uh, uh, you know, basically since Thursday, we've been watching stuff every day. Um, yes. And then we, rec- we recorded. This is our fourth time in five nights of recording. <laughs> um, and yeah, we didn't record last night. I tweeted about it. I said that since E3 took Monday off, we're taking Monday off as well. So, um, thank God. Cause I got, I got home later than I, I wanted to, uh, yesterday and I started watching, I was not really in the mood to be, to watch any of the shit. I didn't, I, I stayed off the phone. I didn't really know what happened. I'm just like, all right. I'm like, I, I watched the, like the Halo multiplayer thing. Then I started watching the Capcom one. I'm like 10, 15 minutes into it. And Gable's like, um, do you want to just take tonight off? I'm like, yes, yes, I do. I'm totally fine <laughs> with that. And then I just stopped watching it. And I read everything. I'm like, okay, I missed nothing. I I, I missed I missed nothing of consequence. Because um, I was like, after I watched Capcom one, I was going to watch Take Two one. I, I mean, not, I mean, diversity is obviously important. But for a E3 press conference, not important to what we need to do. So that would have been a real mm. bummer if I would have wasted the rest of my night. Um, watching that instead of getting a, I ended up just watching a couple movies and shit and lying on the couch, which was way more enjoyable. So to give you a little bit of a rundown, of what happened with those ones is basically a bunch of talk for take two, like Tyler was mentioning. But on the Capcom side of things, nothing else that was really new or extravagant that was introduced in the Capcom one. They went into detail in regards to, uh, oh gosh, in regards to like Monster Hunter stories two. But Phoenix Wright, that whole Phoenix Wright, that great like collective stuff. This is basically the offshoot, the spinoff from like the original great Phoenix Wright. Yeah, the Great Ace Attorney. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You basically assume the role as uh, the ancestor of Phoenix Wright. You go through a whole bunch of cases. This was available, I believe, in Japan. Now it's coming stateside. It looks good, but the amount of time they spent on it was way too much to my liking personally. Because you know what, I love the Phoenix Wright games. They're great stories, they have great premises, and they have that great murder mystery type of feel. But to put it front and center as one of your main attractions inside of your home presser and stuff, it was not entertaining to watch, honestly. But what made it even remarkably worse is that they went into eSports talk at the end of it, which, you know what, eSports is fine, you know? I love a lot of the competitive fighting game scene, because there is some awesome-ass players out there that really compete in a high level. Especially for games like Street Fighter, for Guilty Gear, for Tekken, etc. You know, but it still wasn't the type of thing you should expect when you're watching someone like this presser for E3. We we're looking for game announcements, we're looking for stuff like that. But if your biggest thing coming out of this thing was that you could transfer your saves, like unlock content through like having saves of like Monster Hunter Rise on Monster Hunter like Stories Two, and then you shouldn't have had an E3 presser, in my honest opinion. Yeah, I mean, E3 comes with a different set of hypes. I mean, if you just did this on your own. But the problem is also is Capcom. They did this with the Resident Evil stuff, too. They did, like, the two Resident Evil present things going into 8. Yes. And they said, expect, you know, Resident Evil to deep dive in Resident Evil 8 and other fun surprises. And even said, let your imagination go wild. And then we got the fucking Resident Evil uh, multiplayer thing when they said that. So it's like, everybody's like, oh, fuck yeah, we're getting... Um, RE4 is being announced. Revelation, Revelations 3 is being announced. Something cool is being announced. No, it was just another, the 98th uh, multiplayer online shooter game for Resident Evil that no one cares about. 
To be fair about that, though, I really wasn't expecting too much from Capcom in regards to what they have already presented earlier, you know, with the DLC stuff for Dead by Daylight, and, like, for what they're going through Revelations, and then they announced yeah. DLC inside the Capcom stuff. I mean, yeah, I can understand how the, people the are The problem is, don't don't it. say fun surprises and let your imaginations go wild, because it's the fucking internet, yep. and we'll do that on our own without yep. you telling us to do it. Even when you say don't do it, we'll still do it. <laughs> so don't tell us to let our imagination go wild because motherfuckers, we've already done it. We were th- we 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 were three sentences into this paragraph and we're like, oh fuck, we're gonna get. Th- what if we get this, this, and this? So come but, on, see internet people. But transferring from one conference to the main course, and that was Nintendo. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Razor. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> For today, as recording, this is just hours, pretty much hours, like, uh, from when we first watched Nintendo press conference for today, and, oh, Jesus Christ, this thing, this thing felt like it was straight out of the mid-2000s, and in a good way. I'm not saying anything (laughs) terrible in regards to that. Game Boy Advance is alive and well. (laughs) Oh, my God, not just that, man, but it just felt like I was in high school again, because a lot of the games that were mentioned and a lot of the stuff that are getting new reiterations were the type of games you and I, Tyler, were playing while we were in high school. <laughs> we were just talking about some of these games on Friday night. Yes. About that, when we were talking about Game crazy. Boy Advance 20th anniversary. Yeah. We and here recorded, we are. like Tyler and I, we recorded an episode because it was the 20th anniversary of the Game Boy Advance, which if you haven't heard like a lot of the stuff, by all means and stuff, I think it was like, what now, three, four episodes back? But 25. We, we like. did. Yeah, I think it was like that. Yes. But we did go into a little bit of detail about the anniversary for Game Boy Advance. But uh, but let's go into the rundown of what happened. So to open it up, they revealed their newest Smash Brothers character, which Kazuya Mishima from Tekken was joining Smash Brothers. <laughs> then on top of that, next we had Life is Strange. Not just Life is Strange, like the remastered stuff, but uh, the newest uh, one that's going to be coming. True Colors. Switch. True Colors, yes. And then for the next one was Guardians of the Galaxy was going to be coming to Switch, but this is a cloud version of it. Then next what we have here is Worms Rumble. After that, yep. after that, this one really surprised me here. Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania, right? It's out, it's out October 5th. However, what's so significant about this, it's the first three Monkey Ball games. Super Mall Monkey Ball, the second one, and also Deluxe that released. Yeah. So it's remastered well, this one... those three. Then this one actually leaked about four or five days ago, right? Uh, like Wednesday or Thursday. But I did, I thought it was just something that was already announced, so I didn't really think of it was an, a, a big ordeal. I just thought, oh, okay, they just. I, I assumed that it had already been announced. They just didn't have a date yet, and the date and everything leaked like Wednesday or Thursday. I think on Amazon, like one of the one of the Amazons, probably Walmart Canada or something. Right. So after that, we got another surprise, another Mario Party game, Mario Party Superstars, which is out October twentieth. That has five maps. It's five. 29th. Sorry, oh, my 29th. mouse is over the thing. Oh, okay. So it's the 29th. My mistake. Basically, there's five maps from the N64 games that are included, and it's over 100 mini games. And the biggest kicker, you can actually play online, and yep. it has random matchmaking. So you can battle oh, with people okay. online, even without having to have someone with you co op. I know that's a feature that is standard in a lot of different games, but for Nintendo, this is a huge step for them. The next one was, the next one was like the lead guy for Nintendo, the president of Nintendo, saying that they're still working on Metroid Prime Four. Highly understandable, but even though they're still working on it, there is another entry in the Metroid franchise that is going to be coming out, which turned out to be Metroid Dread. Speaking of Game Boy Advance, oh yeah, no, no doubt in mine. But uh, the next one was Cruise and Blast. But to yeah. go back a little Which, bit, Metroid Dread comes out on October 8th. Yeah. And uh, Cruise and Blast, I never heard of before, but I guess it's like a. It was a really bad arcade game from like the 2000 era, early mm-hmm. 2000s area. And I, I just see a lot of people going, like, kind of like going crazy about it online, just talking about it. I, I've never heard of it. I, I know of the Cruise and like USA games, but this is not part of that franchise. I guess, but I, I guess I it's was under really the assumption bad. it was, but I guess this is something entirely different. That uh, for my, I, I mean, obviously, I didn't look into it, but it, that's kind of what I, I got from 
going on Twitter, which take that for what you will. But <laughs> uh, from what I understand, this is just a really bad. It, it was a really shitty arcade game, and now we're just getting a 2021 version of that for the Switch. All right. Next, we had the unveiling of Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, which is finally coming to Nintendo Switch on September 24th, and this will include all of the DLC, including the one that just released not that long ago. That whole Android, the Future Trunks saga, which includes like the androids and adult Gohan and stuff like that. So, for those that are big fans of Dragon Ball Z, you have not delved if you don't have like a PS or PS4 or an Xbox system or have anything on Steam. This is definitely, if you're a fan of that franchise, invest in it. But after that, we had updates for Mario Golf, and there are some free DLC things that are coming to it, including what looked like a new Donk City level that you can go yeah. through. Like they're hitting the balls off the side of the, side of the buildings and stuff. <laughs> that looks so fun. But uh, afterwards, we had more of Monster Hunter Stories 2, which was basically the reaffirming it was more or less a gameplay we saw initially yeah. you know for uh what this game was going through but it was a lot of the same things we'd already heard from trailers previous in different conferences and, uh, i think like the there's a demo comes out next week and then what the game comes out like july 7th or the 9th i think I yes to write it down i think it's july 7th actually okay. i may be mistaken but i know it's sometime in early july yeah but the next announcement was another banger that was talked about as a rumor and there was a survey up on how much you would actually pay for it. It was WarioWare. It was WarioWare. Get it together. A brand new WarioWare game. We have not had a brand new one quintessentially in that style. And I'm reemphasizing in that style since the DS days, even though we've had similar type of games inside of like Wario themed, like say game and Wario on Wii U and stuff. It still was not, wario wear the mini micro games that was one of the first games i got when i got my wii u and i was so disappointed yeah that was like the free game i picked with when i got mario kart 8 when they gave a free game away and i picked that one and i was like what the fuck is this trash then i'm glad i gifted you the free thing that i had initially yeah you you and justin i think i i think i (laughs) exchanged i gave you skyrim for steam yes you did uh, i i still have it i still play it from time to time I got Pikmin 3 from you, and then Justin gave me his, and I got new, new Super Mario Brothers U. So, okay. Is it okay? So, this game, WarioWare, Get It Together, comes out September 10th, and you can actually have two players per minigame instead of the usual uh-huh. one. I don't, I, I'm assuming it's it's like in person. I'm, I'm, yeah, I mean, like I co-op. I didn't see anything that confirmed online, which that would yeah. be a welcome addition, but still. Yeah. Gables, you and I would be playing through that game. Yeah, We'd be we on our PS fives and party chat playing that <laughs> game together, like we did when uh, I, th- I think oh, no, maybe that was just I did that with. We played uh, Smash Brothers uh, on the Wii U, and we hopped in the PS four party chat and then played uh, Smash Brothers. I think that was Justin. Now I think about. Oh that. my god, that sounds like something you would do. Would do. Yeah, it's the only way we could talk. Discord wasn't <laughs> a thing yet. It was like twenty fourteen. All right. So the next announcement was more footage and more gameplay for Semigami Tensai 5. Comes out November 12th. The game looks... The gameplay absolutely looks beautiful. It looks much more evolved than I thought it was going to be. You have traditional gameplay stuff for it. It's a turn-based RPG. It definitely has a lot of the quirks that uh, previous games in that series did, including some of its spinoffs, like from Persona. Definitely looking forward to that. But next was another game release that's coming to Switch. Not just one game, but four games in that regards. And this is in resolve to games that I personally love. The Danganronpa games. So Danganronpa, like Decadence or something like that, this packaged all together with these four games, is going to be coming out physically. But in the digital, all four games are sold separately. So They must have taken this from Final Fantasy Collection. Or something like that. But there's really That's no a good idea. There really isn't no date. There really is no date for when the physical version is going to come out. They just gave the tentative release of later this year. So it could be December or it could be early next year. You don't know. But another surprise came out of left field was another Wii U port to the Switch. But this one makes a lot of sense. Fatal Frame Blackwater. It's coming this year. However, it took me by surprise because yeah. Fatal Frame mm. is a very niche series. 
and not just any type of niche series. This is the type of series that is going to benefit greatly from good sales digitally on the Switch. Yeah, I don't think this is getting a physical release. And what's funny about this is, like, just when you th- you thought they were out of Wii U ports, <laughs> they pulled this one out of their ass. Like, oh, dude, they still have about like at least three to five more if they really wanted to pull well, it out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Well, I mean, really, all we really all we want is the Zelda collection, the Zelda HD remasters. And then the fucking, um, what were the, the NES Remix games? Like, that's all we need. Well, let's see. And yeah, the both NES Remix in. games. Actually, no. There was the Remix thing with two of them, and then it's like yeah. like Twilight Princess, Wind Waker. And not only that, but it's like we also would get that Wooly World and Xenoblade Chronicles X. So I'm thinking about at least five, personally. But uh, here's nice. something that really made this incredibly special. When they finally went through the Fatal frame like black water trailer and stuff the screen's all black the tentative title the tentative world sound below it's like this is not actual gameplay and then all of a sudden i hear familiar sounds i'm thinking to myself wait this is out of this is awfully familiar where have i heard this before and all of a sudden the text pops up here like the orange, orange nation, like the, the orange nation blah 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 and i instantly oh, yeah. recognized it yeah it's advance wars it, for me it, it was wars. what got me was the font i don't know why but i I saw the font, and I'm like, that looks familiar. And then I saw the orange uh, squad or whatever it was. I'm like, it's fucking Advance Wars. I, I'm like, are we getting a, a dude, new one? Oh, oh, my God. I recognized it immediately as soon as I saw the orange font, and it said, like, orange, like, something brother. And, man, this is exciting because we have not had an Advance Wars game since, like, 2008. DS? Yeah, 2008 with Days of Ruin. That is the last time we actually had a brand, like an actual Advance Wars game on a system. But that yeah, releases it, December 3rd. Yeah, it, I just cut you off real fast. So it's yeah. funny because like you and I, after the podcast Friday night, we were talking more about Game Boy Advance stuff. And I was, we just got, we started talking about Advance Wars. And I was like, oh man, I, I fucking played the shit out of the one on the DS. And then I was telling you the story about how I bought that one on the Wii. The, I think it was like Battalion Wars or something. Yes. Because I thought it was Advance Wars, but like just a different name. And it's like a totally different game. And I was like, this is trash. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, like, finally, finally, we're getting Advance Wars again. I'm, I'm, I'm incredibly happy about it. I'm not, I'm not so happy about the price, but I'm happy about it. Well, here's the thing, though. The price be gone and stuff. What makes this one really special, it's the first two Advance War games that were originally released on the Game Boy Advance, but it has been remastered in HD. Honestly, I don't care in regards to what it would look like. Oh, yeah. We're still getting Advance. We're still getting a new Advance Wars game, $60. Man, that's going to be well money well spent because those two games... If that sells well, we could get dual strikes. We could get a brand new game of the series. I'm super excited about it. December third can't get here fast enough. No, see what's going to happen is that the, the, the Advance Wars One Plus Two is going to come out, and then they're like a, like six months later, we're going to find out they took that team and they're, they're now they're working on Call of Duty. Oh. <laughs> uh. That's what happens when we get good when remakes happen and they sell well. They get rewarded by working on Call of Duty and oh getting laid off. Not bitter. Well, good thing this isn't Blizzard. Anyway, the next announcements that came after was apparently their last pre the last bit for their conference, which kind of threw me off a little bit because they went into the Hyrule Warriors like Calamity blah 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 DLC news, mm-hmm. which is basically more confirmation of. When the expansion one, expansion two, with all the guidelines from this, it's like June eighteenth is pack one, but then the one that you have to buy both, you have to buy the whole thing to get the second one, which the second one's the one you care about, which it's the Nintendo way of we're coming out with pack one and pack two. Pack one is shit you don't actually want. Pack right. two is where the cool shit is, so you gotta you gotta buy that, you gotta buy it all to get to the good stuff. So well, so you yeah, know pack what? one comes out June eighteenth, and the other one comes out November. So. I know it's it's bullshit in regards to how you can't buy that individually, but at the same time and stuff, if you really like that game and you really want to invest inside yeah, that yeah. content, I mean, yeah, I mean I've done it a few times, so I can't <laughs> talk. I mean I'll, I'll bitch about it, but I'm I'm still gonna do it usually. Not but, for this game, I, fuck Age of Calamity. But next, the next announcement that came after that was for a Game and Watch version of The Legend of Zelda, in correlation with its 35th anniversary. But 
On top of that, Ayanuma confirmed that they don't have any more, like, uh, Switch projects or festivity, like, campaigns or something involving The Legend of Zelda for, like, the end of its, like, year. Kind of a bummer, but at the same time, the Game & Watch itself looks fairly cool, and it includes the first three games, which is Zelda 1, 2, and the Game Boy version of Link's Awakening. And also, it has a little mini-game for Vermin, only with Link holding the hammers and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Vermin's the one, is the the Mario one, isn't it? That was in the Mario Game & Watch from last year? Um, No, actually, it was something else. It wasn't okay, Vermin. I thought it was just... It was, I uh, thought it was just that with the Link skin. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was Vermin with a Link skin in regards to that one. Okay. But uh, no, the best part about it was the announcement afterwards when we got a chance to see more gameplay of Breath of the Wild 2. And oh my god, the moment that trailer revealed and stuff, and you see Link, like little snippets of him, and it looked like Ganon and stuff. Just like back and forth, like Link's being enveloped inside of this sort of like miasma of like, uh, like miasma of whatever type of magic or something. And you see his arm get consumed and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, the next instance, you see him just flying out in the distance, like dropping down and using this hang glider to go into like, like various portions of uh, like islands in the sky and this and that, you know, it really put a great emphasis on how much scope and scale they are putting into it. From what we've seen from this trailer, it suggests to me that this is going to be even more ambitious than Breath of the Wild. Oh, yeah. And what's what's cool is um, if you play the trailer backwards, it plays the original Breath of the Wild uh, song. That I didn't know. Yeah. I, I, someone posted on Twitter the trailer, but it, uh, in reverse, and it's the... Uh, um, it's the original uh, song from the from Breath of the Wild. That's a cool touch right there. So, other than that, though, that was Nintendo's press conference. Tyler, I'm going to start with you. How did you feel about this press conference by Nintendo? Uh, you know, we're we're still in a weird place with Nintendo, where it's like I I've, I'm I'm really leaning more and more towards that 2022 was like going to be our potentially could be our 20 the 2017 for Nintendo. Uh, where it's just going to be every six weeks or so, maybe not every six weeks, but we're going to have multiple big time triple, like their, their top hits uh, in 2022. And then it's just like, you know, 2020 was kind of a down year. What I mean, I know we had animal crossing, which makes up for everything. Um, Cause animal crossing is outsold. Most of Nintendo's franchises combined. Mm-hmm. And they did that one year. So to them, they're, they're fine with that. But you know, the last couple, you know, last couple of years, year and a half, we really haven't got much from them. I think the biggest thing we've gotten is Sword and Shield for, I mean, for like the hardcore, the more hardcore side of Nintendo fans. Um, really, you think back to E3 2019, like we got Luigi's Mansion 3, Paper Mario, Age of Calamity. I'm sure there's a couple other things there I'm forgetting. Fire Emblem Three Pokemon Houses, Snap. which that one Fire was Emblem. incredible in regards to its yeah. quality. You yeah. I, I just mean good. more so from like, you know, the, like the big top in like Zelda, uh, Mario, like those big time ones that, you know, that really... Get get the mass audience. I mean, I know Animal Crossing is bigger than all all of those, but um, yeah, you know what I mean. You, you know what yes. I'm trying to say there. Um, but yeah, you know, overall, I think it's it's they filled out the rest of the year with really good really good titles, and some a lot of times, honestly, the 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 lower tier games um, are the ones I like more, like Luigi's Mansion Three, Mario Plus Rabbit, stuff like that. Like those are sometimes my favorite stuff out of um, out of them, rather than their top tier stuff. So I'm you know just like looking at. I mean, they did a really good job of setting up this the rest of this year and also kind of give us a general idea of what's going on next year. Um, Kazoo year for Smash, I mean, that doesn't do much for me, but I know that does. I mean, it makes sense. Bandai Namco working on the game, so it makes sense that they have more than... I think this is that's just their second character in the game. Um, just as long as it, at this point, really, it's not Fire Emblem I don't, or Sword Fighter, I really don't care. Uh, I'm not, I can't really complain. I, it does kind of suck, though, because it's just like there's so many characters I, I would want to see in Smash. And when... You know, for every character we get announced, that's just one less chance of one of those characters being announced. And now we're down to one, which that one more, which maybe they announce the third pack. But I, I think that's a one in a million chance that happens. Um, no, I think Sakurai. <laughs> yeah, Sakurai's been very tired for twenty years. We let that man take a nap, uh, for Christ's sake. Let, let the man take a, a vacation at least. <laughs> um, Life is strange, but that was a bit of a fucking tease for me because, like, they had this like. When they showed the trailer, they showed it in like an anime style. Yeah. 
uh, and I knew immediately what it was. I, I, I saw the I saw the watch uh, the or not the watch yeah the watch tower. And I'm like that looks like the one from Arcadia Bay, um, which if you watch the Square Enix thing, I have the fucking art book over there. It has Arcadia Bay on it and everything like that. So obviously I'm a huge fan of that. And I'm like that looks like the that watch tower from from Arcadia Bay. And then it goes to the train, which is a is a big chunk of not a big chunk, but there's multiple scenes at that train station. Uh, or that train area in in the game, and I saw the they showed like the legs dangling from the train. I'm like, oh fuck, that's that's Max and Chloe, and then I'm like, oh fuck, and it was like, but it was an anime style, a completely different art style from what we're used to seeing from uh, Life is Strange. And I'm like, oh my god, are we getting a, like an offshoot one for them, or like what are they doing here? And then it's just the uh, they're they're bringing true colors and remastered, which is awesome. I, the, the more that franchise sells, the more they're gonna keep making it. Which obviously that we're on the third main one and fourth overall. So obviously it's doing well, but I thought we were getting something more, which was a bit disappointing, but overall I'm excited with that. Uh, Guardians of the galaxy for switch. I mean, when I, when I first heard that, I'm like, okay, yeah, the switch pro, if there's any doubt it's happening, but then later on you find out it's actually via cloud. So whatever for that one, but I'm sure the, uh, if the, the switch pro is happening, I mean, that's, that's probably gonna be the thing there. That's probably gonna actually be on it. Um, Kind of moving on, Super Monkey Ball. I I, didn't, I never liked that game back in the day. It's just it, but it's overall like you said, like our our like this one really felt like if if we were like twenty years ago, fifteen years ago, we would have solved this direct. We would have lost our collective minds because some a lot of these games that they were showing off with stuff that was like still like happening semi regularly back yes. in those days. Uh, and it's just, it's like a lot of this stuff has just been dormant franchises or dormant styles of these games for a long time. Um, but I know there was a huge audience back in the GameCube days for Super Monkey Ball, so that's that's awesome to bring back. And it's the first three, the the, the three good ones, um, Mario Party Superstars. That's awesome, and it sounds like it's just more going back to the core of Mario Party, or the you know like. So I thought Super Mario Party was a, a good step back in the right direction, but I didn't like the Joy Con making forcing you to use Joy Cons and being so integrated with Joy Cons, and then. Uh, the custom die for each character. Yes, I just didn't like. It just uh, I, I didn't like because I just, I just want I just want to be Waluigi, but his die sucks. It's like <laughs> I don't want to fuck that. So um, I mean, no, no one's really, dice was really good, but his his was really awful. Um, so that's awesome. You know, I, I don't foresee myself picking it unless like obviously if like a core friends get that, like I play online with them and then hop on Discord or something and chat with them while we play it. That'd be fun. Um, but yeah, I, that, but that's awesome. It's going to sell super duper well. Super Mario Party's doing really well. And I, from all I can hear is like the, the only multiplayer that they added a few months ago. Um, it works really, really well too. So that's awesome. Uh, Metro Prime 4 obviously still being works. We, I didn't really expect to see it. Best Buy did put the, put it up like late last night, early this morning, the Metro Prime 4, like, uh, on like, you can pre-order it on, on Best Buy, but it, it's been up for years. But then, like, I think it went away and it popped back up, and so there were some rumblings about that. Um, but the you know the Metro Prime or Metroid Dread, um, which is really funny uh, in hindsight, because like I saw like Peter Schneider from uh, co- uh, the co-founder of IGN was posting. He's like, we wrote about this game in 2004, <laughs> so it's like this is like, uh, and it's funny that this was like the third iteration of that game. Like they've they started it, canceled it, started rebooted it, and then just basically like they announced it like in 2004 for Game Boy Advance and this game has started and stopped multiple times and finally just got canceled. And then uh, they gave him a chance to bring it back and here it is. And I think it looks really cool. I, I, I think I am not a huge Metroidvania fan, but I think this looks really cool. Like I, I played Metroid Fusion back in the day. I beat that one. That's the only Metroid one. This actually, I guess is a direct sequel to uh, Metroid Fusion. Uh, and it's the fifth one in that series, um, which was really confusing when they, when they said, when it popped up and said Metroid five, I thought, like, okay, I'm like they can't call this Metroid Five because that's gonna confuse people when you try to sell a Metroid Prime Four in a, a year or two. Um, but obviously not the case. But I thought that was kind of funny. It's the fifth one in the 2D style. Um, but uh, um, Mario Golf free update. That's awesome. I'm looking for. I mean, I'm already sold in that game. But see that I like the idea of just you know coming out and saying, hey, this is what's going on. It's, everything's free after that. You buy the game, you got it for free. They're not doing like you know like the 3DS version. They hit up for like 30 bucks, but then you actually had to buy all the the shit you wanted for an extra 10 bucks. Um, so I'm happy they're not doing anything like that. Um, Warrior Wear. Uh, oh boy. It's in the run for game of the show for me, Gables. Uh, so <laughs> excited for this one. That was one of my predictions, and I just was throwing a fucking dart. It was more of a hope and pray prediction than 
you know, just kind of praying into existence more than anything. And I'm super happy. Uh, we we kind of mentioned a while back about like there was that survey about paying 50 bucks for it. And it's like, I'll fucking take it. Do I want to pay 50 bucks for it? No. Is it maybe dollars to hours of gameplay enjoyment? Is it going to be worth 50 bucks? Maybe not, but I'm going to, I'm fucking going to buy it anyways. But that's Nintendo. I'm just, I'm just shocked when I, I honestly, I just assumed it'd be 60. So when I saw it was 50, I was okay with it. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Awesome. So it was like, it just, they made it like, in a, yeah, I don't know the way Nintendo works. You think you, I just assumed this would be 60 bucks. So, right. And they kind of tricked me in it. Like I'm happy for 50 because I thought it'd be 60. Uh, but yeah, that's a day one buy for me. We're actually already pre-ordered it. Um, uh, Fatal Frame, Blackwater, like we already kind of touched on that. I just think I, I thought that was absolutely hilarious. I remember it was like a free to start game too. Like the first two chapters were free on Wii U back in the day when they were doing that weird free to start shit. Yeah. Um, they did it with a few other games. I can't remember what else they did. They did. I think they did it with that weird Russian shooter game. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Was, yeah, that, like I think Justin owns a copy of that. But they only made like ten copies, I think, physically in oh, the United wow. States. I mean, I, I, but it was and it was Justin's like uh, it was like, copies. Yeah, yeah. Justin's got one of them. I think he bought it, but it didn't have like the original case or something. I, I think oh. like, he found it, he found it. So I think he got it like a, like a, a thrift store or something. He found it or something like that. I can't remember. Damn. Um, but yeah, I remember he has one. Advanced Wars. We touched upon it. That's sixty bucks. Is it more than I want to more than I want to pay? Obviously, yeah. Um, you know, especially when you look at like the Crash Bandicoot and uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two coming out for forty bucks. I was kind of hoping it would be more. The, be in the forty dollar area range, but I'm just happy. It's just you know, it's been thirteen years since we've had one. Uh, I think the Dual Strike, the DS version, was the best one. Uh, that's when I that's the last one I beat. Um, which I think what was that like two thousand four, two thousand five? Roughly, um, so, yeah. Yeah, because uh, it was an early DS game, I think. So I I remember just beating that game multiple times. So I'm all aboard uh, uh, this remake. Higher uh, Warriors, fuck that game. Um, Game and Watch Zelda. I already bought it. I, I'm just gonna put it on my shelf next to my over here on the other side of my room. You can't. It's not that shelf behind me. The other one. Uh, I'll, it's gonna it's gonna go up next to my Game and Game and Watch uh, Mario and my NES Classic and SNES Classic. I'm just gonna set it next to that. Uh, Breath of the Wild. You know, we got like 30 seconds of gameplay, but I've probably spent about six minutes watching it, <laughs> just watching the trailer over and over again, see people's breakdown, slow motions, just trying to figure out what's going on, like his arm and uh, you know the fact that he has long luscious hair. Um, I want to know who is like who his barber is and what do he what does he use for a conditioner, and how often does he wash his hair? <laughs> like every three days, every two. Like is the head and shoulders? What are we talking here? Um, is the smell nice? I want to know these things. Uh, but I like the, you know the, the the fact that the arm is now like kind of taking the place of the Sheikah slate. We saw some of the new abilities where you can like reverse time or like, you can like go through like the the floor or something. It looked like. Um, uh, but yeah. I, I, I was kind of hoping that they kind of gave us a little tease there at the end where they, they kind of held for about five seconds. Like when they were showing like the floating castle in the, in the background and it was just, you know, just showing the, the, the field. And it's like, this is exactly what they did when they announced, when they, they announced the, the title of breath of the wild. They like, they let us sit there for a few seconds and we got the title. And I thought for sure that's what they were doing. Uh, uh, Bill Trennan did come out and say though, that, that, um, the title would give away some game functions. What's no fucking shit? It's a Zelda game. We know that. That's what they do. That's what the fucking. T- that's what the title. Everything means. It means something about the game. We fucking know that. It, not, fast and Furious is called Fast and Furious because it's fast and it's fucking furious. That's why they call it. It's called Tokyo Drift because they're drifting in fucking Tokyo. We fucking know that's what titles mean. Just give us a fucking title. <laughs> I just want anything. I want more. Give me more than this. All right, Bullshit. Tyler. With all said and done, though, what would you grade at this Nintendo Direct? Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Sorry for my mini rant there. I'm actually really excited about it. I just that quote when I read that, I'm like, "Fuck off!" It's <laughs> just you pretentious asshole. Fuck off. I love you, Bill Train. Don't fly over my house, but I love you. Uh, but Gables, what was your uh, what was your thoughts on this one? All right. So my thoughts for this one are going to be a little bit higher, obviously, because a lot of these announcements ring true to a lot of my past and also a lot of. Uh, Stuff I've gamed, oh god, just a lot of my gaming history is actually tied into a lot of this stuff, to be perfectly honest. But the main feel we got from this is just a re-clarification that Nintendo's legacy is strong when they want to delve into the past. If they are in a pinch or something like that, they hold ideas and they wait for either the right developer or that right idea to go through and just create a new version of like a specific franchise. Case in yeah. point, and waiting so long just, for yeah, like sorry, cut you off. yeah. 
But like uh, Nintendo is known for like making games and they'll sit on them for months, if not years. Mm. Yes, exactly. But uh, when it comes to the overall stuff, really excited about Mario Party Superstars. It's exactly what I kind of want. And not just kind of, this is the kind of Mario Party I want. Because it's like, it's got N64 classic stuff. It's got a whole bunch of different things that I'm familiar with that I want to delve into. Plus, it's got online functionality. I can play with other people if I choose to. Oh, boy. I know it was a bummer to hear about Metroid Prime 4 still being in development. But if they make it a 2022-2023 game, I mean, that's going to be a banger when it finally is released. But... The biggest surprise and the biggest excitement I had was for Metroid Dread. At first, when they announced it, I had to double think. I had to double think for a moment because it's like I watched the trailer, I processed it, but the name Dread sounded familiar. I knew that there were rumors pitched over the pitched over the last couple of years in regards to a 2D Metroid, and the thing having to stop development and then restop restart. But on top of that. I remember it even farther back because it didn't take and it didn't kick in until after I watched the Treehouse Live and I was hearing the creator of Metroid go into its cycle, which was like a 14, 15 year development thing because they had this idea pitched all the way back as the sequel to Metroid Fusion all the way back then that was coming out on the Game Boy Advance. People were thinking that Metroid Dread was going to come out on the DS, but it was soft, but it was quietly canceled. And that project, it didn't take, like Tyler was saying, until fairly recently when Mercury Stream came into the picture, did successful with Metroid Samus Returns, and they gave them the project to create Metroid Dread. And from what I've seen, this has me the most excited out of every one of these announcements. Now, granted, I love Advance Wars. That's a great game. I love the Mario Kart stuff. That's a great game. And man, like Simigami Tensai 5, that's going to be an excellent game for me. But... What made it for me was just that realization of it's the first 2D Metroid in 19 years. This is a freaking fantastic looking game. Definitely a day one stuff. And combined with all the other retro stuff that spoke to me, as well as Kazuya being introduced for Smash, as well as freaking the whole remastering of Super Monkey Ball and other stuff. I'll be perfectly honest. It's up there with Microsoft in terms of their their press conference. And I can humbly and comfortably said that without Nintendo and without Microsoft being in this thing, E3 would have sucked balls. So I'm giving this a 9.5 out of 10. Oh, okay. So you're you're tying it with the, with the Microsoft then. Because it gave me the same feeling as it did with, like, Microsoft's. Yeah. I felt both were strong. That. Yeah. No, there. yeah, this was a... A very good direct. I can't wait for it. Like I lost seen a lot of people like putting up. Like Jeff Keighley put a thing up like A B C or D, and I think it was like uh, I seen a couple of other people do it too on Twitter, uh, doing Twitter polls. And for the most part, it seemed like you know B was overall usually the winner, and then like A was like a close second. So um, yeah, I mean I, I I agree overall though. Yeah, it was a very strong conference. My my thing about E three every year is when we have well almost every year obviously, but when we have them, it's like. The best ones are when and I think PlayStation really hit it, hit it like really got their stride in like 2014, 2015. They really perfected those where it's like here's shit that's coming in the next like the rest of the year mm-hmm. and early next year. Here's some shit that's going to be, you know, they they would really do a great, really good flow of like here's shit that's a couple years away. We're going to tease you right now, two three years away. Here's shit that's a, like a year a year and a half two years away. And then here's a, a nice steady stream of shit that's coming six months to it, nine months away. Uh, and I mean, I, I think, yeah, like Microsoft, Nintendo, both really nailed that flow this year of that where nobody else really did. Um, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was, it was really good overall. Anything else you want to say on this one? Well, honestly, that's it for pretty much my whole thoughts okay. about the conference. I mean, E3 as a whole, you know what? The great parts about it, I remember fondly. Rewatching the Microsoft and Nintendo ones, especially, definitely were the best highlights of the show. Overall, I thought that E3 was good as a whole. Well, you want to, you want to, you want to save those thoughts. We're going to do a, uh, um, for audio listeners, we're going to do a, a separate podcast that'll come out Saturday for people. That's going to be our overall thoughts and best and worst of E3. Okay. And then we're doing, so for audio listeners, we're doing a Nintendo one. And then that's coming out as soon as possible. Obviously, you're listening, you've already listened to it because we're at this point in the podcast. 
And for Twitch streamer, for if you're watching on Twitch now or you're watching YouTube, the whole thing is gonna come out today. Uh, but audio listeners are breaking it up, and I'm putting out. We're not gonna record this weekend. Mm. Uh, Gables and I, I think, are we're gonna take a very much deserved uh, weekend off. It's, we haven't Agreed. had a week off from recording since the first week of uh, January. That's true. So, um, <laughs> our, yeah, first week of January. So it's been about six months for us. It's the only two, it's the only time of the year we take a week off is E3 and uh and usually like new year around new year's we take a week off um so yeah uh um i was like oh yeah so uh i forgot to do this last time i i, I did want to uh uh after we did the square enix and uh, uh microsoft stuff i forgot to give our, our prediction scores updates for um e3 so i wanted to, uh, gables i'm gonna do that little quick if you don't mind go ahead okay so oh so real quick for people that maybe that, that haven't listened or forgot or whatever um we did uh, predictions for each of the four main press conferences: Ubisoft, Square Enix, uh, Microsoft. But we did we broke up Microsoft and Bethesda because uh, we thought there'd be more from Bethesda than what actually was. So we broke those up. So we did three predictions for Microsoft, three predictions for Bethesda. So each of those press conferences, we did we did three predictions. But Nintendo, we did five because they're the wild card of video games. So we just thought there's gonna be who knows. So it's more about spray and pray. Uh, for Nintendo and anything. And then for each press conference, we did what we called the double D as Gables coined it. Um, it's kind of like the, uh, the uh, NBA three point contest where if you got it right, you got two points. Um, but what little twist we made onto it is if you got it wrong, you lost the point. So everything else, you either got one point or zero points, but the double D you got two or negative one. So that one, you felt pretty, you had to feel pretty confident in being there. Um, and then the loser has to stream them playing through night trap. Um, I already bought my copy cause it was on, it was like on sale for like seven fifty a while back, a couple weeks ago when we decided to do it. Um, so, uh, run through right here. Uh, I'm just gonna do a quick update on everything that was, that we did. So for, we did for Ubisoft, um, Gables had Mario plus rabbits two November, 2021. So a part of the rules too, was if you said it was coming, if you were, your, one of your predictions was it's coming out, excuse me, I had a burp. If it was coming out in 2021, you had to pick up, you had to pick a month. You had to get the month right. If you only said, if you thought it was coming out 2022, you just had to say it was going to stay 2022. Um, that Because obviously it's going to be way too difficult because half the time they just say that the year, they don't give us a month or we might get fall or early or whatever. So just to make it easier for us, we did that. So Gables, uh, his double D for Ubisoft was Mario plus Rabbids 2 on in November 2021. Obviously that was announced, but it, it's not coming out this year. It's coming out 2022. So technically got that wrong. Um he said a 2D Assassin's Creed would be revealed. That was wrong. But he did have Prince of Persia 2022, uh, and that was correct. That wasn't at the press conference, but it was announced earlier in the week that it was coming in 2022. Uh, so we, we counted stuff like that. Anything that was announced the week of or like right after, we would count. Um, I, I had picked uh, South Park. The new South Park game would be revealed. That was wrong. My, my double D was Rainbow Six Quarantine would, would now be called Parasite. Uh, that was wrong. Uh, it's called Extraction. Uh, then I had no beyond good and evil two would be there. And, uh, I had that correct. So after one, uh, Gables and I were, uh, both one for three, but we both got our double D wrong. So we were sitting at zero points, uh, for Microsoft Gables had halo multiplayer out in August and campaign in October. That was wrong. Outer worlds two would be revealed. That was correct. He got that. Uh, but his double D was that, uh, Microsoft buys, uh, the, I, the PTIP for, from Konami, uh, that was wrong. So because he had one right, but he got his double D wrong, that's zero points. For me, I had um, – sorry, I just got an Amber Alert on my phone. Um, for uh, for me, I had Halo Battle Royale would be announced. That was wrong. I said Cuphead DLC will become Cuphead 2. That was wrong. But my double D was no Hellblade, Fable, or Perfect Dark would be there. I had that correct. So I got one out – Gables and I each got one out of three. But because he got his double D wrong, he lost the point. So he had zero. I was at two. Um, so now it's two zero altogether, um, for Bethesda, which there was way less at Bethesda than we thought. Well, there was actually only two games shown at Bethesda. Um, so he had Starfield exclusive. That was correct. So he got, he got one there. Uh, Quake reboot would be revealed. Uh, that was double, as that was double D that was wrong. So we lost a point. Wolfenstein three time exclusive was his other one that was wrong. So he's at, he got one right, but he got his double D wrong. So it's zero. Uh, for me, I had Wolfenstein, uh, three 2022 that was wrong unfortunately wasn't there for my double d i had there'd be no mobile game discussion which that was correct and i said skyrim there'd be a skyrim remaster update for ps5 and for next gen and that was wrong 
Uh, so because uh, we both got one for three, but Gibbs got double D, you know, double D wrong. He had zero, but I got my my one my one correct was the double D. So I had two. So it's now I now four nothing. Um, I believe at this point. Uh, Square Enix. Gable said Final Fantasy VII Remake would be there. That was a double D. That was wrong. Uh, Kingdom Hearts, the next Kingdom Hearts game will be revealed 2022. That was wrong. And then he said uh, Final Fantasy won't be remastered. That was correct because Pixel Remaster was announced. Uh, but he had his double D wrong, so he had zero points for that one. Uh, for me, I had three final, at least three Final Fantasy games would be, would be revealed there. I think they ended up being like eight, technically, because of the, the collection. Um, that was my double D. I got that correct. And then Guardians of the Galaxy would be revealed. I got that correct. And then I said the Black Panther uh, Panther collection, or sorry, Avengers Black Panther uh, expansion would be there. Would be coming out in September. Uh, actually, it's coming out in August. That was wrong. But I got two out of three right. One of them being my uh, my double D. So I got three points. Gables at zero. Uh, now for the, the grand finale, the the crazy one. Uh, for uh, sorry. Um, my, uh, for Nintendo, we did five predictions and we had two double E's. So there was seven points possible. So going into this, it was actually, uh, I had seven points cables at zero. So he still had a chance, uh, to get the, to get this. Uh, he just had to get basically all of them, right. Or get most of them right. And then I had to get pretty much all mine wrong. Um, so into this Gables had, uh, his five predict picks were his double D would be master chief would be a smash character. Uh, breath of the wild two would be coming in October. That was wrong. Bayonetta 3, 2022, that was wrong. His other double D was Donkey Kong, the new Donkey Kong Odyssey, or whatever you want to call it, uh, would be revealed, it's, and it's 3D, that was wrong. And then his uh, final prediction was Nintendo online service would increase price and you'd be able to stream games uh, and it would add GameCube, or no, Game yeah, GameCube, Game Boy, and N64, that was wrong. So he was 0 for 5 with minus 2 points. Um, and then... Um, for me, I had my 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 first double D was I, I'd say they had uh, the first uh, they'd show both Smash characters. One would be in June, which actually is correct because uh, that one was part one was correct because uh, Kazuya is coming in June 28th. Uh, but part two wasn't correct because they did not reveal the other one. So I got that one wrong. So I was minus one there. My other double D uh, was Wind Waker in the Twilight Princess collection would be revealed. That was wrong. So both my double D's were wrong right there. So I'm already minus two. But I got the final three correct, uh, so I got 2D Samus game would be revealed. No Metroid Prime Four, which it was, was they talked about it, but there was no uh, um, like uh, trailer or anything. And then WarioWare would be revealed. Like I said, that was a uh, a, a prayer. And then Breath of the Wild Two would be out in 2022. So I got the, I got those last three right. So I got three out of five right, but I got my two double Ds wrong. So I lost two, then I gained three. So I had plus one. Gables had minus two. So for the final score, Gables had minus two. I had eight points. So uh, Gables, you have to play Night Trap now. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. So the kind of the big difference here is uh, it's kind of so I did like a little breakdown, like a baseball breakdown here. So Gables got four out of seventeen right. Yep. But like I said, Gables is the Jason Giambi of fucking predictions. Because I've seen this man be wrong in everything when we when we discuss predictions for for stuff in the past for direct state of plays and miss wildly, and then I've seen this guy fucking hit everything out of the park and get everything right. It, that's how it works for Gables. He get he's either hitting home runs, he'll have some off the wall shit. I'm like that's not gonna happen, and then they fucking happen. So um, and that just you know. Gables is the is Jason Giambi, so he struck out more <laughs> than he hit home runs. Uh, so he had four to seventeen correct. Uh, but he got all six of his double D's wrong. Mm-hmm. So that's where the negative two came in. I got eight. I was eight out of 17, but I had three out of my six double D's correct. Um, so, yeah, I, I, overall, I think I would have been much happier if Gables won because that would have meant more things that I wanted to happen, happen. Uh, but I mean, I, I love Gables predictions just because I wanted those so bad. I would have been happily lost because that meant we would have Mario plus Rabbids in November. Uh, yeah, really. It didn't happen. The, oh, that would have been awesome. The only regret I had with the making of those predictions was I was too ambitious when it came to the Nintendo stuff. I didn't really delve too deep inside of it, really, because I quintessentially should have put more thought into effort when it came to the Nintendo stuff. Because of because of them being the wild card factor, I mean, yeah. I should have at least thought about the possibilities of metroid and even like something very obscure but there would have been no way i would have guessed that the new advance wars would be announced there would have been yeah. no way i would have thought that uh oh god what was it 
like super monkey ball things like remastered it even if i you know god even if it was like a, like leaked or something like that days before i wouldn't have been able to guess it that time anyway but uh yeah i am happy initially with what came out of that presser in that regards and quite honestly you know what those things may still happen but not like at e3 <laughs> yeah not not this e3 but uh yeah it was i was it was good overall though i, I enjoyed that i, I want to do that every year but uh that was fun, Gables. I, I I'm so sorry you have to play Night Trap now. I'm really happy though that I did not suggest Battle and Wonderworld because I would have felt terrible <laughs> if you had to play Battle and Wonderworld. Oh yeah, going from Pitter Pot to Battle and Wonderworld. I oh, I'm so glad that we both decided upon Night Trap because I'd rather be playing Night Trap than Battle and Wonderworld. Yeah, yeah no, that was your call, but yes. we we spent like a good hour trying to figure out a game to play, <laughs> and um, Gables thought of uh, Night Trap, and I'm happy he did. Because my, my, I was like, we don't think of something soon. We're doing Bound Wonderworld. Um, and uh, he, thank God he thought of that. Uh, <laughs> I still might play it anyways. I mean, did you hear they said uh, Plumbers Don't Wear Tires is, co- is coming to Switch? Yes, I actually saw that for Limited Run Games. There was a yeah. there was an actual press press release here from uh, Limited Run Games of games that they're going to release. One of the more obscure ones is an old 3DO infamous game called Plumbers Don't Wear Ties. Where if you don't know what that game is, dear listeners, let me let me just reveal some bit of gold for you. This was basically a game or a pseudo game that was released on the 3DO system that is an equivalent to a softcore porn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if a couple things about the, about these uh, two games here, Night Trap and Plumbers Don't Wear Ties, uh, when they did the the whole like trial thing or whatever for uh, in Congress with Mortal Kombat, and they ended up at, this is how we got the uh, how games are rated now, um, ESRB and all that, uh, and really how the ESA, uh, ESA came ar- came around. Uh, those were the three games that they talked about, like mm-hmm. about how like games need to be like rated, and it's kind of the Wild West. Which I, I they, they didn't do their rating on them, but it was really funny that those are the three games. And also uh, for Night Trap and uh, Plumbers Don't Wear Ties, just watch the Angry Video Game Nerds uh, video about those. It's incredible. Two of his best videos he's ever made. Two of his best videos. So. I mean, I'll tell you what, definitely listeners or people watching on the Twitch chat. Search up Angry Video Game Nerd and Plumbers Don't Wear Ties. I kid you not, you will not be disappointed with what he has to talk about with that game. Yeah. It's good shit. It's good shit. Uh, 